Dude, so I actually, I just got into this uh, this challenge that I'm super pumped out. Uh, is it's the World Marathon Challenge. And so basically it's seven marathons, seven days, seven continents. Yep. Um, yeah, okay. And happening next October. What is the ticket price on the seven continent, seven marathons? It is. I have good news and bad news. My good news is that. Oh, I want to start with the bad news. Just kidding. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead with good news. I, okay. Okay. Nope. Sorry, the good news. No, no, no. We'll, we'll do your way. Okay. I'll just okay. reframe it. Okay. Um, so the bad news is I am probably going to spend more money on tattoos mm. um, because I I found one that I want. But you're just stimulating the economy. True. Yeah. Dude, so that's the good news. Joe okay. Biden's like, yeah, he's, he's pretty, happy. He's, he's happy right now. Um, so that's the bad news. The good news is I'm going to look like Chris's, uh, you know, his idol, uh, Riley mm. Reed. Oh, wait. How are you going to look like her? Um, so I'm <laughs> because she, you know, she allegedly she has these Japanese symbols going down her back, right? I, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I heard that. That's what somebody. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be we'll be kind of twinning. I won't get. I actually don't know what her. That'd be a good thing to to Google what her tattoo actually says. I'm not. Means. I'm not googling her name. <laughs> I don't want that on my computer. <laughs> Could you imagine if we still did this on your work computer and oh, I got you to boy. Google Riley oh, Reed tattoo? <laughs> and you know what? I could probably talk my way out of it, but I don't want to be in that situation. So let's just avoid this situation altogether. True. True. Listeners, listeners, we're we're back with a video version on this one. Got the green screen set up and probably right now, here's my guess, that Adam is fucking see-through because he's wearing yeah. he shows up to the recording in a shirt that's like turquoise, which well, is because the last it's basically um, it's it's basically green. The last one or two, I think we we didn't do a green screen, and I think my brain was just off today. Yeah, today we went all in, you know, we, for our man's David Kilgore. We had to go all in, and yeah. So hopefully, right now, I'm just picturing like. Future, I almost, I almost want Chris. it. I almost want to key out your shirt just so you're like a floating head. You should, you should totally meme me out. Where, yeah, where I'm just the head and like in arms, stubs, yeah, stubs of arms and, that, and a beer. That'd be funny. A floating, a beer. floating beer. <laughs> so today, David Kilgore, having him on the podcast was an absolute treat. Uh, yeah, super fun guy. Works and runs for on running Ultraman nowadays. He was a D1 runner. Uh, he's just, a real, he's a real like renaissance man of, of the is. running world. Yeah. Like super, super go with the flow, obviously works his ass off and does crazy things that no one else is willing to do or able to do. But at the same time, just, I don't know, very chill about it. You know, if he, it's, it's if, a very weird, um, blend of people who are like really chill, but also like very driven to accomplish things, both physical and professional, you know? Absolutely. We, we hit on, oh God, so many different things. His, he, I mean, he would require, like, if we we're, if you're writing like a, a book about somebody, like an autobiography, he, his would be, have to be like three books. I know. And I, yeah, the story has just got like, I feel like just got deeper and more fun as we went to like yeah. we hitting on, obviously we had to hit on the speed project, him running solo for 340 ish miles from LA to, to Vegas through the desert. You know, it's hundred plus degrees. <laughs> He's doing like upwards of a hundred miles a day every day. So Obviously, we had to hit on that, but also just all the crazy other adventures he has, too. With uh, Oh, and I think probably the coolest thing that we learned that I don't know if he's announced this anywhere or not, but one of his next big feats for next October that uh, he signed up for. Um, 
it's you're gonna have to listen on to find out but he kind of announced what less than what his next major major thing is that he's training for next year he less uh, than drops that people, later in the interview less than 100 people get to do it a year so he said 50 a year get to do it yeah it's pretty wild so you're not gonna want to miss any of this conversation with david um and last piece about it patreon we we get some deets so on this exact running challenge that we're that we're talking about here we get some deets from him um you know people are a little like shy about talking about money you know in the just running in general world, like sure. in ge- well in general yeah. like oh how much do you make how much do I, you know like people are usually kind of shy about you know financials and that sort of thing but he spills some beans on how much he's paying for something specifically so if you want to get even more podcast content beyond what's uh, available right here on and, this public and submit stream. your own questions and submit your own questions get to join in on interviews with guests get to win a trip to europe for the beer mile world championships next year paid for by adam and i um, boys. probably out of our own pocket at this point and well, let's people be, let's, sign up you know what we should put we should put that it's paid for by our wives because that would be that would be even funny. funnier i mean <laughs> what yours is mine <laughs> Also, if you sign up for the Patreon, yeah, we're dropping, you know, behind the scenes content, um, the uncut, uncensored versions of things. And which could could you imagine? And you get a welcome <laughs> gift. Our, so well, so everyone who's joined Patreon so far, thanks so much. You your welcome gifts. Oh, I saw them in, are the, gonna, in the email. Yeah, we got like a, a week or so and we'll be emailing them out. They're um, sweet. Yeah, yeah, we got a, we got some things coming. So we just got to get all the all of them in. We were hitting the printers for all the oh, all the different supplies. Oh, big time. <laughs> So thanks there, and I'll just do a very, very quick but heartfelt and deep shout out to the patrons so far. Okay, okay. I was like, where, where are we going Adam's, Adam's rolling his eyes are like, it's you like know, deep, wide-eyed. He's like, what the hell are we going on this and, one? Deep and heartfelt. That's not the Deep and heartfelt. Podcast. So shout out again to the patrons. We got Zach. We got John. We got Emily. We got the big Zach. Another Emily. We got two Emilys. Wow. Yes, we do. Emily Don Levy and just Emily, just Emily. We got Joe Mama, and we know who you really are, buddy. <laughs> we got August, we got Sam, we got Shane, we got Lyle, we got Jacob, and Marky Mark. Good old Marky Mark. Thanks all for joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash beer mile. If you want to help support the show, help us get some more in-person podcast guests. Get some exclusive. Get and, some exclusive. And, and honestly, like kind of, I mean, contribute to the flow of the show. We ask questions based on the feedback that we get in uh, in the Discord. That's right. Yep. Really appreciate y'all. You can also leave us a five-star Apple podcast review or share the share the podcast on your Insta story also if you want to help out for freezies, as they say. Free 99. Speaking of free, we will be doing uh, our beer review at the end of the show as well as reviewing uh, the Pit Viper Chug contest submissions thus far. Uh, this weekend is the deadline, so we're saying Sunday. Yeah, if you still want couple free pairs of pit vipers now is your chance do a video of you chugging something doesn't have to be alcohol doesn't have to be beer but video of you chugging something and submit it on instagram to us and uh our our boy justin latimer from pit viper is going to be looking at those and picking a couple winners and honestly he might even just pick everyone to win. Dog, we'll see i mean we've got we've got quality the, so far the we'll, creative we'll put it there. ones yeah the creative yeah. ones are really good we've got some quality so stick around if you want to get some inspiration for your submission check out the yeah, end idea. of this podcast episode uh, especially well the video version specifically because we're going to be showing the videos on the green screen youtube uh beer mile media on youtube check out the video version there there's also a link in the description stick around for the beer review stick around for that 
Anything else we need to plug here in the intro? So special shout out to David for joining us today. As we do with all of our guests, he is getting a Manscaped performance package full of goodies. Lawnmower 4.0, a pair of boxers. Uh, what else do they have in there? So video version, folks, you're in for a treat. Your balls will thank you. We have right in front of us today the Manscaped oh. performance package 4.0. We've got the performance boxers, the lawnmower 4.0. The Crop Reviver Ball Toner and the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. So this is available, manscaped.com. I think it's retail at $89.99, but with the code Beer Mile, no, no space. You get 20% off and free shipping. Like the perfect gift for your significant other, for your stepdad, for your stepbrother. This is this is the one to get for yourself. I mean, anybody, any honestly, anybody in the family, like I would. I would buy this for myself selfishly if, yeah, I, if I didn't have it. So, San, oh, Santa's for sure gonna get me one of another one of these. I mean, um, oh, this this uh, this razor, the lawnmower 4.0, is waterproof, wireless charging, uh, has a light on it, so dude, you can the light, see better. The, the light, light makes clutch. a big difference. You can clutch. see what the hell you're doing when there's like not. I mean, at least I don't live in a super bougie place, super bougie bathroom. I don't know. I don't have a light installed in my, specifically for my balls. Exactly. I don't have like the up angle light in the shower <laughs> coming <laughs> the from the gooch, tub. The gooch light. The gooch light <laughs> doesn't exist. So <laughs> this is this is the package for you. Thanks, Manscaped, for sending a couple of us. Uh, a couple of these packages our way, so that we can you know give them out to our beer mile podcast and guests. Honestly, kind of on the topic of of the show, like I can't imagine doing ultras, let alone a marathon with. Uh, you know, without cleaning up first. God, especially the the speed project. Could you imagine running in the desert with full hair everywhere would, on your body? I would body? chafe so I would hard. be like, I, I need to cool off. Let's get rid of that. Although someone's probably, some scientist or someone here on this, listening to this is probably going to say, well, actually the hair keeps you cool. Because you know yeah. how for dogs, sometimes it keeps you warm, but sometimes it keeps them cool. It just depends, you know? I, I don't know. I don't. That's just what I heard through the grapevine. I don't know if it's true or not. It might be. It might be true, but... This, this is the time. It, it's already, you know, Christmas. God, this this makes me freaking anxious, but Christmas is like six weeks away. I know. I've, I haven't even thought about Christmas gifts yet, but you don't even have to think about it. All you have true. to do is go to manscaped.com and buy I've the actually, performance package and you're done. Dude, the funny, the, so the funny thing is I actually, I, I started um, my list early because I'm like notoriously just like a late present giver. Yeah. And the only thing I have on my list is for my brother to get him a Manscaped uh, Oh, here we package. go. Here we I'm go. Like, I'm like, it's a lock. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, I could I could be more creative or like I could just like not shop at all and get like a nine out of ten gift. I mean, it's I it's it's a great gift. It's a great gift. It, the, just the packaging too. It's like it feels Oh, so, it's legit. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you just, feel like they definitely took some um, inspiration from like how Apple packages their exactly, shit. Exactly. Exactly. Really well thought out. I mean, just like similar, like the pit vipers have like yes. jokes all over the boxes yeah. and stuff. Like if you think about your packaging, well, that means a lot, you know, it leaves a good taste in your mouth. True. So, true. Manscaped.com. Big beer package, mile. guys. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, ab- huge, huge. Pa- like, I got I got a performance package over like probably, here. I mean the 4.0. <laughs> probably like this the size of this box. Just about the size of this box. So thanks all for supporting our sponsor. And thank you to Manscaped for supporting our listeners. It's it's a two-way street. Everyone supports everyone, you know? It's a it's a one or it's a two-way economy. Let's keep the money moving. It's good for the economy, people. All right, let's get into this. Uh, j- j- one more time, the code beer mile, 20% off free worldwide shipping. I mean, what else would the code be? Come on, we're the beer mile podcast. All right, David Kilgore, 
let's let's have ourselves a chat, shall we? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude! How, like, how do you even describe yourself? What's your What's your elevator pitch of like what you're about? Because <laughs> it's a laundry list. Yeah, yeah, man. Honestly, my uh, my elevator pitch, I would just be like, yeah, kind of like do whatever you think is like super fucking rad, and uh, follow follow that along. And that's kind of what I do. I would say like day in and day out, just kind of like I feel like cooking up like creative ideas, whether it's like competitive or just like really fun and outrageous and kind of just like roll with it and try to think of innovative ways to like put it out there into the world, you know? For sure. So you're, so you're an athlete for on, but also uh head of marketing for ultra trail mountain as well. So what does that balance look like? How, like how much of your life is focused around your running and your athletic goals versus all everything that you're doing uh, in your, you know, normal person job, as you could maybe say. Dude, tons of nepotism, actually, because uh, I'm the guy writing my own checks, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but seriously, yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like the balance is is quite interesting and kind of like the way I rolled into this role. And uh, I guess like both positions is sort of interesting along the path. Like I was I was kind of like doing my own thing with running, kind of like took a little bit of step back. I feel like as as people do in like hyper competitive situations. And, um, as I moved into on, I was a tech rep, kind of moved my way up in the, in the, in the ranks, um, into like marketing. And then now I actually just like got the job as uh this like head of uh, a trail ultra vibe sports marketing guy. Um, and kind of along that path as well, I signed an athletic contract for ultra ultra running dude, um, for them as well. Uh, but yeah, honestly, man, the balance is like, I feel like perfect. It's, it's great. I mean, every now and then gets like a little bit overwhelming, but super sick, uh, like hands down, just because I feel like everything that I'm doing is like going hand in hand with one another. So are you like double dipping paychecks then? Like you're getting the, the marketing paycheck and then getting the athlete paycheck or how, how does this structure work? <laughs> Dude? Yeah. A hundred percent. A little bit, of, a little bit of double dipping, um, kind of for, I would say like escapades that I'm doing as like an athlete. And then, um, yeah, like my like regular, like professional, like career job, just in, if I'm ever just like, yeah, I'm doing this instead. Um, I can, I guess I like, give up one or the other, which is yeah. dope. <laughs> so, so as the marketing guy, you're always saying like that, that David Kilgore, the athlete guy, man, he's crushing an ROI for us on uh, marketing on like, he's, he's absolutely bringing in the, bringing in the dollars. So we gotta, we gotta up his salary a little bit. <laughs> oh, hands down. I mean, always, always pitch. so so how do you i guess how do you split time like i'm assuming you can kind of work from everywhere to some extent like where all uh are you spending your time between yeah obviously traveling a lot for races you're in new york city working uh what yeah where where all are you uh splitting time right now yeah man i would say a little bit of anywhere and everywhere um especially since may i've been outside of new york probably for I've, i've only been inside new york i guess is better for like only about a month um, since like mid-May. Um, and yeah, I was kind of like on the road doing like a lot of activations, like within the, within the city, but kind of more remotely was like, kind of like the logistical, I would say like dude behind the scenes and getting people like on the ground to help like implement it. Um, but yeah, man, I've been, I feel like a little bit everywhere. I was like in France, Switzerland, Spain, uh, Italy, 
a bunch in like the Western United States, um, did like that crazy speed project race from LA to Vegas, um, Colorado for a stand to train for Leadville. Um, so yeah, man, a little bit, a little bit everywhere. That's awesome. Uh, so most recently, your most recent race was uh, New York City Marathon. How you ran 229 there, I believe. How did that play out? How did that go for you? What did did you have a specific goal going into it, or were you just kind of there to to enjoy the moment? Yeah, man. Honestly, I was uh, looking more or less to try to like crack 230 a little bit. I was like, if I get this, like that'd be kind of sick. But but overall, I've been doing such like long mileage like races, like 100 miles, 300 miles, like whatever, everything under the sun. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll see, see how this, see how this turns out. And that was kind of, I guess like my benchmark, but was just kind of out there. Just like, I guess like feeling the vibes and run along with the city. I don't know if you guys have been to like a ton of the world major marathons. Like, uh, I'm sure you guys have been to Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I'm sure like similar energy, just like line the streets, people like everywhere. Like, it's just like a day. Like, it seems like everybody's like tailgating out for running, you know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but from what I've heard from everyone who was there, they said that they thought that this year was possibly like the biggest crowds, the most spectators, most cheering along. Would you, would you say that's true? What did it seem like there was a lot of energy? Oh my God, man. Yeah. The, the energy was like out of control. Like it was, it was so epic and it's really just cool to like see from each borough to borough, just like how like everyone's like putting on and like showing out for, for their, for their area. So yeah, man, it was just like, it was crazy. Everyone brought the party and it, the whole day was just super exciting. So have you like, in college, you ran D1 at the three schools, right? Yeah, th- three different schools. Three different schools. Have, like, have you always been this, like, laid back or relaxed about running? Because you're obviously, like, there's a difference between being laid back and, like, still obviously talented. Um, but I- I'm curious, like, did you ever switch uh, your, your like, perspective on running? Or have you always just been chill? Honestly, man, like, I feel like, uh, I've always been like pretty chill, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> overall, but yeah, I was definitely a little bit more like hyper, like, like focused or like dialed in, I would say like high school and then like a little bit in college, but I don't know. I always had this like, like flex where I was just like running around, even when, like when I was like younger and like the swamps and like shit, like with my friends in Florida. Um, so just like kind of always having like a good time with it. And then when I was in college, it was definitely more like as you can imagine, like really, really dialed in. Right. And I would say like, that's kind of like where like a little bit of a shift like was taken. I was like, yo, I like love like working hard and trying to like push the limits a bit, but also like, I just kind of want to be myself and like do some like rad stuff as well. Kind of in the meantime, you know? Yeah. It seems, it seems like, uh, from a couple of interviews I've heard that you've done, you, um, yeah, like any other D1 athlete, like obviously times are a big focus, placings, uh, you know, staying on the team, setting PRs, all that stuff is important. But it sounds like after kind of after college, you made a little bit of a switch mindset wise into um, like really enjoying the process of it, running a lot more miles, like not getting so caught up in, in times and uh, just taking it like one adventure at a time. So I think that. I don't know. That seems like a very good way to take a lot of the stress off the pressure off, but obviously you're still like working your ass off and, uh, have some goals in mind and, and putting in the work, but just like a different way to approach it versus, uh, being so set on, I got to hit this time to qualify for this team or, uh, you know, nationals, whatever it is, which, which all the pressure that, that comes with D one running. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely hit the, hit the nail on the head. What about you guys too? I know you guys are up to some like crazy adventures. I saw uh, <laughs> some uh, beer mile world records in there. Do you guys have a similar, I guess, like uh similar vibe to it? We, I think, our, I think your vibe exactly fits our vibe at, you know, 
the the beer mile nation yeah. beer mile yeah. community and yeah where we uh neither of us ran d1 like throughout college uh but both serious runners uh throughout and still serious but uh but yeah the, i don't know the beer the whole beer mile side of it has the the more fun like community aspect yeah. of running culture and pairing that with yeah with beer culture whatever it is and now we now we cover beer mile events and uh, also talk to runners just to get your story and get to know your personality outside of, you know, just the, what did you do for training today? Like what, what, it, what is your diet? What's your time goal at this next thing? And we want to try to get be beyond that. Cause all the athletes that are out there are super interesting. Their stories are super interesting. So we want to want to get to know you all on a more personable level and uh, get people to, you know, really love following you for who you are and not just you know, your time and your place at a given meet or, right. or making a team or, or whatever the case is. Yeah. I think, um, dumb challenges are also, I really like training for them because it gives you like a way to not be such a head case about running. And you're like, Oh, well, I'm just like trying to get really fit. I'm not worried about like something in particular, you know, I'm not like too right. dialed in, but I'm still getting like really fit. Right. Exactly. That seems okay. So that's exactly seems like what gets you excited as well. So let's let's dive into the speed project. Uh, yeah, we actually uh, had on at the time that you were running the, um, from uh, from L.A. to Vegas. We were talking to Mandy Perkins, had her on as a guest. And literally, as we were speaking to her, she's like, oh, my God, like David's running through the desert right now. Like, this is super awesome last May. So, yeah, talk a little bit about that. The th over 300 miles uh, solo effort in the desert. And usually it's teams of of 12 that they get together and race. So yeah, how, how did that whole idea come about? And then, yeah, how did how did it go on the, the days that you were uh, trekking across the desert? Just you and your your little crew. Yeah, man, it was. uh super just like unreal experiences you could uh, as you could imagine but i guess like to take you guys back a little bit and how it came to be was uh i know scotty and nils from from the speed project and blue um pretty well and so i ran the speed project in 2018 uh on a team and was just like completely blown away by the experience and then also um also i would say tormented by the experience because it was like really really rugged and tough <laughs> Um, so someone actually, there was like whispers. I feel like there's like always like risk whispers within like run culture about like, you know, like random things like coming up. They're like, Oh, I heard there's going to be like a solo race. And, uh, like the next year they're like, dude, you should do it. Cause it was kind of like the time I was like starting to get into, to more like ultras and stuff like that. And I remember at the time I was like, dude, there is no fucking way that I'm ever doing this. I was like, that sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, I was like, I ran segments of that and I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And then, so fast forward, I guess like years later and I started dabbling in more like hundred mile races and stuff like that. And, uh, they reached out to me basically a few months before the race and they're like, Hey, would you be interested in this? And I was like, I like talked to my girlfriend a little bit. I was like, Hey, would you be like about like help crew this a little bit? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I kind of was like locked in, man. Uh, but yeah, had a, had a really, really dope crew. I mean, and as I, I guess like goofy or crazy as it sounds, um, I just felt like I was like on a really like long camping weekend with my buddies. Um, so it was actually kind of sick, uh, like throughout the, throughout the whole journey of it, just kind of like cruising along, like stopping to eat, hydrate, sleep sometimes. And by the end of it, I was feel like I was turning into 
to a Mad Max character, you know, just like being in the desert for so long. What, what was the prep like? Like how many, how many people were in your crew and like what, how much shit did you have to buy to make it through all this? <laughs> so one, you got to get an RV. Shout out to El Monte RVs. You there know, we go. Plug it. <laughs> RV life. <laughs> RV life. Uh, got to stock that full of, full of supplies and groceries, which Actually, we bought way too many groceries, but it was kind of fun because we were just like doing random shit with it. Um, and so I think that like we bought like at least like a thousand dollars like worth of groceries, just to, like you know, like make sure and prep. Um, I think the RV was like twenty five hundred dollars or so to rent it for for a week, just in case. Like I was like, I think this is gonna take me between three and three and seven days. Right, uh, yeah. right. Um, and just because I really didn't know what to expect, because I never had gone that far before. Um. And then, what's, uh, yeah, what's the furthest like, that you had gone previous to that race? Previous to that, the furthest I'd gone was a hundred mile race. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. But so, you, yeah, you, like you kind of get some breaks in the, the speed project. I mean, yeah, sort of, yeah, you know, fair, like versus a hundred mile race, like you're just, you're going until you're done. Right, basically. Right. But yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. And I honestly didn't really like look at that way before, uh, which I probably should have, but it's like, yeah, it's more of a stage race. I feel like than just like mm-hmm. one, like straight out like balls to the wall kind of race so you kind of like compartmentalize each slice of it yeah so it's kind of like you're going out like knocking off which sounds like disgusting but like 90 mile to 100 mile days you know like day in a day out for a couple days (laughs) uh... (laughs) yeah that's crazy um (laughs) so how what percent of your time did you actually end up spending running like were you how many hours per day were you running then like 15 of the 24 18 how did you yeah how did you approach it yeah man it was kind of a kind of a mixture and i just like went into it with i guess like a really chill mindset as well um where i was just like i have no idea like how this is going to be like whatsoever um so i was like you know i kind of like when i'm tired i'm going to sleep when i feel good i'm just going to keep running as much as i can um, so I feel like it kind of like turned out that way, but I did mess up one day, um, uh, where it was like so hot outside. Um, so of course we start, um, like early in the morning around 4am, mm-hmm. um, ran throughout the first day, ran throughout the night and the night of course is like much cooler because there's like 115 plus degrees out in the Jesus. desert, which is like awful. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so basically I try to switch to resting during the day and running at night. Uh, but basically the RV temp, so not a shout out for El Monte RV, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the temperature in the RV only went down 20 degrees. So it was still like hundred to 95 degrees like, oh, inside shit. the RV when I was like trying to sleep. And the AC is um, just like maxed out. Dude. Yeah. Our truck actually that we had with us too died as soon as it rolled into Vegas oh, because of the heat. It just like it just blew yeah. up or whatever, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's brutal so then you so that the running at night wasn't necessarily the (laughs) the right move then you just kind of i guess you just you just take the miles as they as you can handle them more or less regardless of what time of day it is for sure man that's kind of what i figured out too towards like the end was like i just like hiking and like kind of like trucking along more or less through the day just to kind of like settle your stomach and like you know power through some miles but you're not getting like too overheated because you're walking instead of like trying to blitz miles um and then at the night time you can just like it just seems like you can like rip forever which is like fun you know yeah for sure so how what was your final time then 
Um, I think it was right over four days. Right over yeah. four days. Okay. And then what, yeah, what is the recovery like yeah. after that then? I <laughs> imagine you're just like absolutely wrecked for, I don't know how long, like <laughs> I can't even imagine like being that sleep deprived and that like in the well, as far as just how, how physically demanding it is. Yeah, man, honestly, I feel like I have a, a pretty positive mindset, I guess, overall, <laughs> or like my mind is definitely much stronger than my, my body, my physical <laughs> abilities. And, uh, so I'm just kind of like, Oh, like that didn't happen. That was like, cool. Um, and actually like super embarrassing. Like the next day I was like riding in a, in an Uber to like go meet up with like my friends. So it was like the next day after I finished, um, I like recovered that night or whatever and slept. Uh, but dude, I just like passed out like in the Uber <laughs> and the first, I like woke up cause I like drooled on my hand. I was like slumped over <laughs> and like the Uber driver thought I was, they're like, are you okay? They thought I was like super Did you have, like, like a drunk. stroke or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, sorry. I just ran like 300 miles. And they're like, what? They're like you got to get out of this car. <laughs> that's a little bit different than their normal clientele in Vegas who they're, who yeah. they're normally driving around. The, the drunk idiots yeah. are passing out for different reasons. <laughs> Man, friend check on the people who made you Uber to them. They should be Uber into you. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to talk about what you ate then during this effort. Like, I can't imagine how, I, I don't know. I, I would see it being pretty difficult to put down enough calories, like to get through that. So how, how did you approach the fueling side of it? Dude, honestly, that's like another part that I should have, I should have like looked more into a little bit, uh, <laughs> where I would just kind of like, again, like letting it fly. We definitely packed it full of like snacks and treats that I guess I enjoyed like on a day-to-day -day basis, but I was just like housing like calories, like whenever I could, um, especially like when my stomach felt okay. But, um, but everyone was definitely like making fun of me for like what I was eating. I was like, like chugging like pickle juice and like eating like Edamons, like chocolate cake at like the same time, you know? So it was like, it was a great look. It was a great look. <laughs> Honestly, that's, I, I, the I, chocolate cake's a good move. I was going to say that's pretty similar to what, like if you're just downing whatever gels, like goose or whatever it is, and then, you know, pairing that with your electrolyte drink, it's kind of the same shit. Like whether it's sugar from your goo or sugar from your, your cake, I mean, it's all the same. It, it's, you know, it burns as long as you can keep it down and not have puking issues or, you know, whatever issues out your butt. What's <laughs> yeah. You can make it. <laughs> What's the most outlandish thing that you ate during the race? Dude, honestly, that might have been uh, probably the most outlandish. I uh, I ate like a trillion like Snickers bars. My one of my good buddies, Adam Infantino, dude, he was a uh, he, he might've been my favorite transformation, like on the trip actually. Uh, but he was like whipping up like tons of avocado toast, which was like crushing it. Like sat so good in my stomach. Nice. Uh, felt, I felt bougie out in the desert, you know? And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, when we first get there, uh, Adam's like, like we're like in a, you know, like in a group and he's like a little bit more like reserved, like in the group. Cause he doesn't like know a lot of people, which makes sense. And then like, by like day two, he's like popping out of the RV. He like learned all like the tips and tricks, like inside the RV. He's like, welcome to my RV. He's like, what do you want to do? He's like, I got the shower outside. He's like, I got that. He's like taking it over. I loved it. True host. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was going to actually going to ask like if you had some like more savory type foods as well on top of just the, yeah, the, all the, the sweets and Snickers and stuff. So avocado toast sounds like it was one of the jams for, for the week. <laughs> it, was, it was a god it was a godsend hands down 
So did, did you do anything like to celebrate in Vegas when you finished other than, you know, going out to eat, probably having a few drinks? Like, did, did you get to really enjoy it and do normal Vegas stuff, so to speak? Sort of more or less, but I don't know if you guys have ever done, I would say like any of the, the multi-day relays, like a Ragnar. Yeah, I have or... done a couple Ragnars. Yeah. Yep. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So I feel like it's almost like kind of that vibe, but maybe to, to the extreme as well, where we planned, I feel like each night we're like, we're going to go out and do this. And we're going to go out and do this. And everyone was so like trashed that uh, we basically like we're doing stuff in the middle of the day, but then we're just like exhausted at night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we all did hit the pool party like right after, uh, which is speed project throws and went, went hard and had a blast and danced it up threw back some beers, you know, that's legit. Yeah. I, I feel like that's true of like any like endurance event. You're always like, oh, once I PR in the marathon, even if it like just a marathon, once I PR in the marathon, we're going to go out that night. We're going to celebrate. We're going to party. And yeah, by 8 p.m. after you've had a couple beers on the couch, you're like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. just go to bed. That's just, right. always just, just just get after it immediately after. the. Well, you still ends. have some energy. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Go and to, just go and go, go until you're early. done. Yeah, just, just accept, it. <laughs> just accept so you true, can't yeah. do it. <laughs> Let's talk about a couple of your other uh crazy running things so I like, let's I mean, do the uh the five borough race that one was fun okay go let's do that so for people who don't know uh what is the five is it a five borough challenge or a five borough race i forget which one yeah man uh we called it the the five borough bet um, the bet. okay, and okay. it's a yeah it's a race or a challenge i would say uh kind of like a little bit of both uh because it's like a mixture i would say of a little bit of everything so we had an event space actually for, for the New York city marathon, uh, with on. So I threw this event, um, from the event space, uh, with partners with, uh, Charles miles. So like Cooper and Dave and those guys Yeah, yeah. and, um, super rad dudes. And so basically we came up with this idea, um, to hit every single borough besides Staten Island. Sorry, Staten Island. I got a lot of flack actually from the Staten Island fans. <laughs> Uh, but it's always, always, always left out, but you had to tag the Staten Island ferry door, but basically it was hit all five boroughs, um, with tagging the Staten Island ferry door and making it back to the venue space by taking any kind of public transportation in New York city, besides like an actual car. So you can use like city bike, bus, of course, running, uh, subway. Um, so it was pretty rad, man, to like see like everyone was like contenting like on their way and like throwing in a bunch of like their videos and photos, like where they ended up. So is this something that you did just because you were like, oh, this sounds fun and challenging from the physical side? Or you're like, this is like a, a marketing and PR stunt or is it like a little bit of both? Honestly, a little bit of both. Um, I talked a lot with with Cooper from Trials and Miles like about it. And we kind of like, I guess I came up with this um, idea to do it. And it was a both, I guess, to like see like performance wise, how fast someone can do it. But also uh, I feel like it was just like a fun, like quirky, like marketing stunt as well. Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> um, how about you? You've done the Kalau Lao Trail, correct? In, in Kauai? Oh man, yeah. Yeah, so have you... Have you just done it one time and I guess going into it? Yeah. Were you like trying to do it fast or, uh, or just, just see what happens? I guess. Yeah. T- tell us about your experience doing that trail. Honestly, I would say this, that was like my real first, first dabble in like trail, like maybe like ultra kind of stuff. Cause it took like over four hours. Uh, but I was with my buddy, Pierce Murphy. He was like my really close friend in college at Colorado. And he grew up in, in Kauai. So I was like there, like visiting him and like chilling with him uh, for like a week over the summer. And basically he was like, dude, we got to like do this trail. 
He's like, I've always like wanted to run it. I've hiked it a few times in the past. So we go out to do this trail and both of us are like, oh, like, you know, I don't know. We're, we've run like a zillion miles in our life. And we're like, it's only like 22 miles. Like we can kind of get away with that. Like maybe we can like drink right. some water from like a waterfall or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like paradise vibes. And, uh, <laughs> and so basically uh, we get out there and it's 11 miles out we stop at this like waterfall and we're both kind of like, we didn't like admit it to each other at the time, but we're both kind of like dying. And because it's like, like so hot and the terrain is like a little bit like treacherous. And uh, we're like drinking out of this like pipe from this like waterfall. Cause you can like push it up against a rock and like sprays out like almost like a, like a fountain. <laughs> and so we like get, get hydrated, like get back out there and we probably run like 30 more minutes. And then Pierce is like, dude, dude, He's like, we got to stop for a second. And then I'm like, oh, thank God. And we're both like, kind of like laying on the trail. We're like, this is terrible. (laughs) We like feel so bad. And he's like, I got to find food. And so we find these like little like guavas, like on the side of the trail. And we start like eating them. But then we like realized they were like, they're like full of maggots. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> oh no. And we're like, oh no, like this is like so like so gnarly. Um and then yeah, basically we uh I found these like bigger uh bigger ones. I thought they were pa- uh passion fruits as or they were uh, I thought they were what guavas as well, but they were actually passion fruit. Okay. Um and they're called lilikoi in Hawaii. Um so people said, Oh my god, where'd you find those? So then we actually ate a bunch of those because they have like a harder shell. So like bugs can't get in them. And yeah, then we just like drank out of like basically like streams and ponds on the way back and like try to get back. This is some fucking man versus wild. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, I actually just saw him at uh at my buddy's wedding. Uh Connor Winter just got married. And yeah. he was like, he's like, dude, I can't believe we didn't get like some kind of like weird infection for drinking yeah. that water. Especially from like eating something that maggots are around, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah that, that's funny because we so we had on Justin Grunewald um, a couple months back on the podcast yeah. and he kind of like somewhat similar his first experience on Kalalau where he would like was like, oh, I don't need that much. I need like one liter of water and maybe like one one or two gels and I'll, I'll be fine. Like it's 22 miles, whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah, you don't don't realize that a lot of those miles are going to be like 15 minute miles and then your time just keeps adding up and up and up. And so, yeah, you definitely burn a lot of calories out there, especially in the heat and whatnot. But yeah, it's kind of that's. That's crazy. That's funny. That's on my bucket list of to do that trail. But I'll I'll know going in to pack some calories and some water from hearing from experiences like that. <laughs> oh, dude, seriously, yeah. But yeah, you have to do it. It's a unbelievable trail. It's so so gorgeous. It's awesome. All right, and then how about Leadville 100? I'm curious on that. How you approach training in New York City for something like that, where you're spending the entire time at like basically average like twelve thousand feet above sea level. So. The, the whole altitude acclimation is a big piece of it too. And obviously a lot of climbing up and downs. And so how oh, do you, well, you get acclimated during the race. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You're out there long yeah, exactly. enough. You just get used to it. You're like, ah, oh, whatever. He's not up. <laughs> but yeah, no, how, yeah, how did you like, how did you approach like training for that in NYC? And uh, like, yeah, did, did it, did it work? <laughs> did, did training in New York, could you, did you think it was good enough for uh, hitting the mountains? Yeah, man. I feel like it's a, it's a mixture of things, but I kind of agree with that too. You kind of, you kind of get fit during the, during the race. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> in the process. Um, but, but yeah, I was lucky enough to, to get out to, to Leadville about like three weeks in advance. And, um, we actually have a partnership on does with, um, Colorado mountain college. So we sponsored a team out there. And so I actually just like posted it up with the dorm life again. Oh, cool. and, uh, oh yeah. 
cruise out, cruise out with them for about like three weeks. And, um, uh, but yeah, super, super great group of people. And, but yeah, totally switched my training a bit. I was just like, I feel like smashing like, like 14 ers like running up and down on like some like really technical stuff. And, um, was like running like up high basically for three weeks straight leading into it, but really in New York, I didn't, I feel like I didn't do too much stuff that's different, but I do have a really red treadmill that, uh, goes up to a 40% incline. Oh, wow. Um, okay. That, that that'll, helps, that'll help quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. So are you, are you mostly like when you're in New York city, are you doing most of your running in, in central park and finding routes in there? Or are you like driving outside of, t- out of the city as well to, to find some trails and some more Hills to, to hit up? It's really a mixture, man. I, I, uh, I live in a pretty good spot for, in the city for, for Hills, like in the Bronx and like by Van Cortland park. Um, it's like pretty hilly actually, um, like in the grand scheme of things. So I can run like a, a 10 mile run and it's like a thousand feet, like of elevation. Oh, oh dang. That's pretty so, good. Okay. That, yeah. That's really good. good for a city. That's like stellar actually. <laughs> yeah. So not bad at all. And, um, so yeah, kind of a mixture, honestly though, man, uh, I go up to like Rockefeller a lot, like the Palisades have like great trails, um, hook mountain. So kind of a mixture, but usually 30, 40 minutes outside the city. But when I can, I usually just like cruise out my door, uh, just like for, you know, time. Yeah. And what, what's your normal, like training volume, just kind of average week. Like what do you have, do you go into a week, like with a, a mileage goal or specific workouts or anything? Are you winging it? And like, what, what does that roughly come out to be on a normal week for you? Whew. I don't know, man. I actually haven't like, I feel like I'm attracted in a while. I feel like, uh, uh, I, I should, I can go back and like, it's like, look at my logs. I like log it online. I actually started working it with a, with a coach a little bit more closely before Leadville. Um, uh, David Rose, she coaches, I feel oh, like a lot of yep, like, trail, yep. trail and ultra dudes. Um, and, but I, I feel like I'm so like sporadic with like logging my stuff on my phone where I'm like using like a watch or I'm like running with my phone, like that annoying guy blasting music out loud the whole time, like running along and like just using Strava on my phone. Uh, uh, but I feel like I log it. Sometimes I log, I don't log it sometimes. And I just like know the loop and I'll use like an old Timex. So I feel like it's like a mixture of things, but it has to be around like 60 to 80 miles a week, I would say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. That I, I was, yeah, I was just assuming, um, I don't know. I, I feel like you're just a guy that would run like 200 miles a week and just enjoy every minute of it and just keep, uh, keep grinding away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I would say it, uh, I say it switches up every now and then too. Cause when I was in Leadville again, I feel like some of those runs, I was just like, it was almost like time. I was like out there for like five or six hours. And it was like, I ran like a marathon. It's like, Oh my God. Like, uh, yeah. But I, that, yeah. Living, living out there, if you're training in the mountains, I feel like you can't, yeah, you can't go based on mileage so much. You yeah, go on like time. total time that time you're spending. And then like the amount of vert that you're getting too is also like huge, huge to track. Cause yeah, you can, you can probably get more, like more likely to be injured from all the vert. Like if you're not used to it, that's probably the main like indicator. Cause you're, you're not like running so fast typically that you're going to like get over it. Well, it would be overuse injury, but Oh, like just running, running too hard too often, um, speed wise, it's going to be like just that time at altitude and then all that elevation change. This is going to like really beat you up over time. Oh, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a whole different, whole different game out there, but I kind of love it too. Cause it's like, I feel like so simplistic where it's just like my run today is like, I just have to run up there and then back down. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like whatever the distance, whatever the time is. Yeah. Spot yeah. on. So, so what are some of the next challenges that you're, that you're, training for or looking forward to where, where do you go from here? Dude, so I actually, I just got into this, uh, this challenge that I'm super pumped out. 
uh, is it's the world marathon challenge. And so basically it's seven marathons, seven days, seven continents. Yep. Um, Okay. And happening next October. Um, but yeah, pretty pumped on that. And then, yeah, really just kind of still building on my schedule for, for kind of like what next, but, uh, I'm going down to, to Florida for Thanksgiving to grab some just like sun, sunny trails. Um, and then, yeah, I'll be back in New York city, just kind of like rolling through the holidays and enjoying, enjoying all the festivities, you know, Antarctica has to be a fucking badass. That, that would be the one that would be like the other six. Sure. It, but that one is the one that's like, it, I don't even um, know what to expect. <laughs> does it start in Antarctica? I think. Yeah. So it starts in Antarctica and ends it's kind of variable, uh, based on like the conditions and like flying, like coordinating all that shit. Right. Oh yeah. I, I mean, it has, I just watched a, a video today on like the, them racing in Antarctica and it looks kind of like pretty gnarly as you could imagine, but I feel like I would get lost. Like everything's just, <laughs> it's just a cloud Yo, of white. Right. I had the same, like, uh, I had the same thought today. Like there's just some guy, he's just like out there like running and it looks like he's like by himself. And I'm like, is this guy like lost? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, how does he know what a course is? Yeah, it's it's kind of like an open water swim where you end up like yeah. swimming double the distance that you were intending to because you're just like not even pointed in the right direction. Like, I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. So how? So logistically, then, do you have to worry about? It seems like more of a logistic challenge than even like you know a run like uh, in running challenge or whatever. Like, obviously, seven marathon seven days is super hard. But I, but like the part that I think would make it 10 times harder is the fact that it's like the second you get done running any one, it's like hop on a plane, go somewhere else, like probably get all this poor sleep, yeah, poor time, sleep time zone adjustments, yeah. like all this crazy stuff that you're worrying about. So is there, are all the logistics going to be kind of taken care of from that aspect? So you just got to focus on the running piece. Yeah, man. So that part is all like taken care of, which is like super nice. So basically just like, like pay one, like one standard fee. And then like, yeah, everything's like set up. So it's just like show up to the plane at this time, get off at this time. Like you're eating at this time. Uh, we're staying overnight at this time. Oh, they, oh, they get you, you meals too. They yeah, get you food so, at a specific um, time. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So everything's like more like, like all inclusive, like within it. So super nice and super easy. Kind of like, I would say like, once you get there besides like, I mean, the actual like physical piece of it. Right, man. And an all inclusive, uh, seven day marathon running event, just like an all inclusive in Mexico or anywhere else, you know, it's all taken care of for you. Exactly. <laughs> That's going to be fun. How many, how many people, uh, like are going to do it at the same time as you, how many people do they let in? So they let in 50 people, um, each, each year. Yeah. That's nuts. That's crazy. So do do you like aspire to be the fastest of them or are you even worried about that? Yeah, man. So honestly, that's my goal. I kind of want to go after, go after like the record. I think it's like right under 240, uh, just like average like marathon for, for each, but yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sound sounds doable. I guess the hard part though, I don't know how long that Antarctica one's going to take. That'll be, that'll be pretty brutal. Probably. I'll be out there in my big puff jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you wear snowshoes for that? Like, I think for part of it, you have to, don't you? Yeah. I think, um, I think a piece of it maybe, but yeah, a lot of people have like the, the like yak track kind of things on their shoes and stuff. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. Those would, I've, 
I stopped running in yak tracks like a long time ago because they started like fucking with my knee. I can't imagine doing that for a marathon. (laughs) Well, it'd be a little different if you're like here, like in a city, you're kind of like you're partly on ice and snow for some of it. And then you're back on concrete. And so then you're like, it's feels weird. But if you're just like literally running on a snow field, it'd be a little bit, a little bit different story. (laughs) Um, Curious to hear about your um relationship to uh like lost boys track club and like what exactly that is and your involvement with it so we're we've been chatting with tim rossi he's going to be a future podcast guest next time he's back in chicago and so um and and also we've had on uh greg itahara who has done some some of the singlets for lost boys as well so um yeah tell tell us a little bit of uh background on the lost boys Honestly, man. Yeah. Like, uh, you no, know, Tim's the man. Tim is kind of, I feel like the, the ringleader, uh, of it all. And honestly, when I first moved to, to New York city, um, and I, I met my girlfriend, that's kind of like, I guess like why I ended up here. Um, but so shout out to Molly, but, uh, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I was kind of like not, not really running on a small, I didn't even know that I ever like ran in my past life. Um, and kind of like got involved with them. And I was like, dude, these guys are like, great. They like have like such a different perspective, like on running and like, um, just kind of like really enjoy what they're doing and just like putting on like these, like they were starting to put on some just like kind of like unsanctioned, like races, like at night with like some of their friends or just like, you know, thinking up like creative, cool shit to do. And so, yeah, kind of like met up with them. I was like, these guys rock and they are finding just like funny, like ways to, to like promote running and to have fun and to do all that stuff. So so yeah, I just kind of got looped up, looped in with them. And then yeah, it's, I feel like the rest has been history. Like ever since then, just been like rocking out with them and doing like fun shit. So, so yeah, what's the, like, what's the, uh, like size and reach of this club? Like how many, how many people are involved in it? And is it like multiple cities? Is it, is it mostly just New York? Like how, how does that all look? Yeah, man. So for a while it was just New York city. Um, uh, just cause it was, I feel like just like a smaller, like, like a collected group of people. And then, um, it's really like, like range now, like I would say almost globally to, to a sense, like I'm sure there's people like overseas, I'm sure Tim has a better, better, better reach for everybody, but, um, yeah, definitely throughout the United States. Um, and it's kind of just a like agnostic, like group, which I think is like cool all for like, I feel like the pure joy of just like running and like goals and yeah, doing fun stuff with it. So like, it's not really like about brands or anything like that. It's just like about promoting like one another and um, having fun and like, yeah, supporting like running endeavors. So cool. It's cool. That's cool. So I was going to, I was going to ask, ask next. Uh, so who, yeah. Is there like a fight over who gets to sponsor the team on or <laughs> Nike? Like, is it like a battle between you and Tim on like, no, this is an on club or no, this is a Nike club. Like who's going to, who's going to own this uh, brand from a, or team from a branding perspective. <laughs> I'm just always like constantly seeding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, not really, man. I feel like it's, I feel like it's pretty open for the most part. Like um, I feel like everyone's just like, like tossing, tossing gear around um, to ever like wants it or needs it. So um, it's kind of just like, I feel like pretty open and laid back overall. Okay. Very cool. Agnostic. Well, are, so are you showing up to any of the events though? And kind of like, you know, sliding people some on shoes and being like, Hey, this is, this is the the good, good. Or how, <laughs> how, how does that work? <laughs> Keep this between you and me and in the back. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Bro, these shoes aren't mine. I'm holding them for a friend. <laughs> the, the other brand that we have to address here. So what what's your your relationship with Pit Viper and how did that all get started? So we're we're recently 
we're giving away pit vipers on a bunch of our um whatever shows so on and so forth we part right the, now we have an the open family. yeah right now we have an open chugging contest for anyone that wants to be involved doesn't have to be alcohol but just open chugging contest <laughs> so we're giving good. away some pit vipers for that as well so how, how did you get introduced to this brand and yeah what's your what's your involvement with them do you guys by any chance know the we hunts out in oregon i don't think so no no um so I don't know where uh, Dan actually works now, but but Derek Weehunt, he's a uh, I think he still works for New Balance, but he's a New Balance rep for for a while. And so I was out there with one of my good buddies from college, um, Jonathan Bermudez, aka Bootstrap, that's his nickname. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're like crashing at Derek's house, and Derek's like telling us the story. He's like, "Yeah, man, my boss is like obsessed with these sunglasses. He's like, he bought like like 150 pairs for like this event." <laughs> And which is like, I'm like, damn, dude, those, cause I looked them up. I was like, that's kind of like, that's a, that's a penny to buy a chunk of change. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and he's like, but not as many people came that we thought he's like 50 people came. So he's like, I have like a closet full of like a hundred pairs of these sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, do you guys want some? And he like showed them us. And I was like, yeah, those are so sick. I was like, we got to rock them. So we were actually doing hood to coast. And, um, so we were just like wearing them the whole time. We were like running into coast and we started like taking like selfies and doing all this stuff yeah. and like tagged pit Viper. And they like started like talking like, like shit back to us basically. And then we like started talking like shit back to them. And it was like this, like, like this whole like dialogue for like, like a day and a half or whatever it is. And, uh, uh, and I was like, this is like the best brand. That I've ever seen. Yes. Shit, shit talking a brand into a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> and then ever since then man i just like yeah i kind of like rocked with them rolled with them uh and they've they've been awesome they've been great yeah i've, I've always been so surprised that like at, at least for some brands that have like an iconic look like you could say pit vipers do I, i've been so surprised that i've never seen any like dupes or like n- like knockoff brands there are knockoffs of, for pit Viper. but like tr- like there's nothing that has like been le- like legitimately a, a threat to to pit viper yeah like their, their iconic look is still like, like if, you're gonna, li- yeah. if you're gonna buy pit viper you like want them to be name brand exactly yeah exactly. for sure yeah that's actually funny that's, that's exactly how um like we got involved with them too like i literally just i wore them for the pikes peak marathon this year took a bunch <laughs> of pictures yeah and then they just and tagged them and then they just reached out and they're like hey do you want some more sunglasses i was like yeah sure let's go i'll, I'll keep wearing them if you keep sending them but yeah why not <laughs> But yeah, I just I just love the whole like voice behind it. It's just like so sarcastic. So uh, like just making a joke of everything, like good, good sense of humor. So, yeah, it's it's hilarious where. Uh, yeah, we're we're going to keep uh, wearing them, donning them if uh, they're going to keep keep sending them our way. So and hopefully we're going to give out a bunch of them, too. Hands down. Dude. No, they're, they're so good. They're actually like fantastic, too, for running. Oh, yeah. Like, um, they are. Yeah, they're 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 solid. Um but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's a super just like funny, funny company. Uh, have you guys seen Piss Viper as well? Yes, yes. It's like I feel like it even like it's it's mocking like Pit Viper, which is like yep. mocking like yeah, it's like super meta. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I love that they can laugh at themselves and yeah, yeah it's oh yeah. god, it's so good. <laughs> so good. They actually just had a. Um, I think, yeah, it was just yesterday. They had a one minute sale. It was 50% off. That's, and it that's was, hilarious. it was like, if you miss the sale too bad, you suck. It's for one yeah. minute. No exceptions. Don't, don't message me and say you missed it. Like 
too bad. You either did it or you didn't. <laughs> it's just like, that's awesome. Like, cause everyone's going to be in there just messing around. Like, can I get it within that one minute? You know, it's almost like a game at that point. That's so. like something yeah, Elon Musk it. would do. I know. I know. <laughs> like, yo, know, you can buy a Tesla model S for $2 <laughs> for five seconds. I feel like Elon should be on their board. If they, if they have I'm a board, saying, yeah, he should, yeah, he should, he should be on <laughs> If they have one. <laughs> if they have one. I mean, I don't know. They don't need one at this point. They're doing yeah. fine. <laughs> um, all right. Another another thing I wanted to ask about. So you've you've represented, you've worn the Team USA jersey. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Oh, man. Seriously, yeah. Uh, un- unbelievable. Incredible. Incredible. Um, super cool. Like, went over went overseas a few times uh, race in spain race in portugal for the us um on like the trail like ultra sky scene and yeah man uh i feel like i don't know if you guys have ever been into any trail racing or like sky racing in in, in europe but i feel like it's like like tour de france level like like trail racing it's so freaking epic like you're running up like you know, like crazy mountains, you're like 14,000 feet in the air. And there's like lines of people, like almost out of like yeah. a major city marathon, That's just like, crazy. you're like going through tunnels, like patting you on the back. Um, like when I was there, like at the hotel, there's like people like out in the street, they're like, Oh my God, there's blah, blah, blah. There's blah, blah, blah. Like, it seemed like, you know, like, like Tom Brady's like, like walking down the street, yeah. uh, like these, like, like trail, like an ultra runners. And yeah, I don't know. So the, the energy around it and the, the just the vibe around it too, it's just like super cool. What do you, what do you think like makes people show out for it? Is it just like they don't have American football or is it like the, the their like population density is much higher or what, what, do you, what do you think? Dude, that's what they were chanting. I hate football. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> that totally seemed like something people would chant though, yeah. over, <laughs> across the pod. They have some yeah. funny ass, uh, like yeah. proper football chants. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah man honestly i don't know why like i don't know what the connection is but i i feel like endurance sports as a whole just get like a lot more love whether it's like cycling like trail like an ultra running i mean even i feel like uh like road marathon and stuff uh like the smaller scale like races not just like the world mar- major marathons so yeah i feel like just like i don't know why but like i feel like endurance endurance sports get like a lot more love in europe um which is rad yeah. How, how do we get people more interested in the U.S.? It seems like there's a growing number of people, at least in the U.S., that are getting involved in running, like running as, as a whole, marathoning, et cetera, is like kind of a growing sport. But yeah, how, how do we get people more interested in these like crazy McDonald's needs to sponsor some ultras? <laughs> that wouldn't hurt, to be honest. <laughs> Free pit vipers to everyone so that everyone can go full turbo, you know? There we go. There we go. All spectators, full turbo mode. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> Yeah, pair of pit vipers and a uh, Travis Scott meal, you know. From oh Jesus! <laughs> it is. I mean, I feel like uh, most most ultras like have pretty, from what I've heard, have pretty swaggy like goodie bags because they're like expensive to coordinate. So it may as well give you a bang for your buck. Yeah, honestly, man. Yeah, some pretty pretty nice stuff like for like the outdoor world, you know, like like hammocks and like headlamps and uh, yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, it's definitely like pretty swaggy if you're like definitely in the outdoor scene. So outside of your, uh, you know, seven, seven continents marathon tour, do you see yourself being like your, your, your top interests and strengths going forward? Like, are you more into that whole like trail mountain scene, do you think, or do you want to keep doing these like faster kind of longer efforts, like on the road and, and, uh, going for times and that sort of thing? Where, where do you see yourself, uh, really focusing over the next few years? 
I would say my tra- trajectory like is like headed more towards yeah like more being more pure. I would say like trail trail ultra guy. Uh, but overall, man, um, I just like love to be sold things as well. Um, so if someone can like sell me on an idea, like I'm there, like I want to be a part of it. Um, so I'm always, I'm always down for like a, a really cool, like fun adventure as well. Uh, and I think that's part of it. Um, I, I kind of enjoy that piece of it too. Just trying to think of like other creative ways, whether it's on the road or like on the trail to kind of just like, you know, just get more pop. Mm-hmm. get people, more people involved media and like have like a cool challenge to go after you know for sure for sure well let me sell you on this then How, what do you think about <laughs> the beer 100 mile you chug oh, a beer God. every mile for 100 miles and then you know it's the ultimate combination of uh you know test testing the liver testing the uh physical endurance How, can i sell you on that one is that a challenge you're willing to accept that is not a challenge that I'm <laughs> I would, I would be out there probably, I would be out there for all of 2022 to, to finish that challenge. Yeah, no, that's, that's a challenge nobody should accept and uh, not one that on would want to be behind as a brand yeah. because there'd be some fatalities. <laughs> Breaking news, this just in. They said they're going to give you guys 50,000. <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you done a, uh, a beer mile before? Dude, uh, I haven't. Uh, I know really? it's, uh, it's 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 shameful, but I find that uh, hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, uh, I know I'm on the I'm on the beer. I don't know if I should say this on here. I'm gonna get kicked off right away. But I don't really like beer that much. Okay, uh, fair, fair. And, and I'm also terrible like at chugging. So I'm just like I'm like nobody wants to see me like throw up and run like a thirty minute beer. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's interesting to me, though, because it seems like you kind of have some of an what of an iron stomach from, uh, you know, all the food and whatever you're able to throw back when you're out on these like big endurance runs. So I don't know. That seems a little surprising to me. I feel like you should be able to fit 48 ounces of fluids in your stomach. I don't know. Dude, I mean, I might have to I might have to give it a go to see, see if I can crack 10, you know, if uh, <laughs> if not beer, what's your what's your poison of choice? <laughs> My poison of choice, dude, uh. I love, I love some, uh, sweet tea, man. It's my, my, my su- Southern roots, dude, bag of sugar in the tea. Florida, Florida man. <laughs> yeah. That's not something that myself or anyone that I know in the Midwest ever drinks. So yeah. <laughs> my mom will drink sweet I was gonna tea. Say, I don't from, know. I don't know where she got it. We're from. probably just missing out, yeah. but I, it's just not, not part of the culture here. Dude, it's pure gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it, it Technically, it's caffeinated, right? It's got like 30 milligrams of caffeine if it's... Yeah. Yeah. Tea's got a little bit in there. So bit. if you drink enough of it, you'll get you get hyped up. I mean, maybe bit. that's the strategy is like that lets you feel caffeine over a longer amount of time because it's less uh, concentrated. Yeah. No, very true. But yeah, I, that man or... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say that or um, old fashioned vibes, you know? got the, I got the mustache, got to rock out, you know? I like that. I get, yeah. That's a, that's a classy look. I agree. Super classy. Way to, way to, yeah. Way to keep the, keep the appearance up here. Keep the brand up a little bit. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to. <laughs> Every day have, I'm fighting back. <laughs> I have literally like the kind of a random question. I, I don't know why it popped in my head, but I was thinking of like dumb challenges and just you being like a, like a free spirited person. Have you ever been to burn? man dude i haven't but i really I want think, to go i think on needs to like get a tent at burning man <laughs> that would be so so epic honestly <laughs> 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 the, the 
combo branding on that would just be out of this world. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even know what the positioning or messaging would be on that one. It's like everyone would be like, "What? What's the, what's the relationship here? I don't I don't get it." But it's okay, like, hey sure. man, go do crazy, challenging shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I actually realized though, uh, which I never knew. I think um, like on the second day or something of Burning Man, they have a 50k race. Yeah, there is an ultra there. There is, and yeah. there's also a beer mile there as well. And so yeah, there is like the ath- whole athletic component, and people like bike around everywhere. Yeah. So there's definitely like athletic piece of it. Dude, you guys should go set up and just like interview people at that. Oh, I, 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 I really want those go. would be the most entertaining interviews. I really can't even imagine. <laughs> There might not be there might not be uh, much substance to some of them depending on the, the chugs involved. I mean, there's a lot. Trust me, there's a lot of substances. <laughs> a lot of substances, not much substance. But, but yeah, just get some of the camera. Pop pop by ten to ten. You know, just like see what you can find. That creatures of Burning Man. Oh be God, fun. be entertaining. <laughs> so uh, one thing I wanted to ask about now this this reminded me of it too was um, the whole like you know, whatever, lack of a better word, kind of like free spirit, hippie vibes. Like after college, you just spent some time uh, traveling, you know, running, like living out of your car, all that good stuff. So what, what, I guess, what inspired that? Like at that point, was your mindset that you were like, I'm going to uh, go somewhere with running. And so I want to just train and see what I can do. Or were you thinking of it as like, this is my, you know, my break, a sabbatical kind of be- between college and working life. Like, how were you looking at that time? Honestly, I didn't look too far ahead of like what I was doing at the time. Uh, a good buddy at uh, when I was in Oklahoma, he was like, I just told him, I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to do next. Uh, I was like, I just kind of like dig the outdoors and um, like love like the trails. Um, he's like, you have to go to like Moab, Utah. So yeah. that's where I went. Um, so I just like drove out there. I had like, yeah, barely like any stuff, like typical college, college vibes. And yeah. uh, it, like I had a Chevy Sonic and all of my stuff fit in like half of it so like the, the chevy sonic's like a small yes, car it's right tiny. like that's a little <laughs> guy <laughs> and so i uh i got out there well actually let me clarify this not all of my stuff fit on one side at first so i had it packed in there i just like threw it all in there and i like had this like you know like huge like ambitious i'm like i'm gonna get out there and like i'm gonna find this like cool job and like uh, and i get out there like the first night and um the sun went down it's like kind of like dark like cold um i like go up into like arches like national park just yeah. to like camp on the side of the road and i'm like shit i can't see anything um and so i just kind of like crawled into the back of my car and like shut the shut the hatch <laughs> and i like like was like laying on top of like all my stuff just like how, how tall like, how tall are you uh, I'm like, uh, I'm like four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, how the fuck do you sleep in a Chevy Sonic with like on top of all your crap? <laughs> I'm, I'm like five, eight, five, nine, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Normal, so normal. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, I was like crunched in there, but yeah, like I woke up halfway through the night, just like, like shivering. And I just like cocoon my stuff, myself in like all the middle of all my things. Just like kind of uh, burrow into your laundry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah then dude the next day i like uh i threw out a couple things and then just like had all my stuff on uh on one side of my car and just like yeah camped out cruised around worked at worked at a hotel for like two three months in moab hotel moab downtown oh yeah shout out to hotel downtown you know i've I've actually stayed there before so that's hilarious (laughs) 
<laughs> it I sounds like that. a knockoff of the of the Pitbull song, like the Hotel Motel. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. So it sounds like to me like two things. Number one, you like were had minimalist amount of stuff, so you were prepped to live in New York City where the places are tiny. So you're you were good to go. Oh, it's there. actually it's actually not that different, right? It's, right. Basically, it's basically the same thing. Living right? in a car. <laughs> yeah. But but then all yeah. Also that's just, that is it, it seems to fit your personality well. But like ninety nine point nine percent of people could never say like I'm just going to put my stuff in a car and go there without like any. Um, like guarantee on yeah, like a job attached, or yeah. anything like, I don't know that that takes a special mindset to just like trust, trust yourself that you'll figure it out, you know, and not get too stressed about it and, and go with the flow. That's uh, that's I'm something curious, that I wish it, I could, I, I wish I could like be more okay with, you know, is it like, do you, do you just like feel at ease or do you just like fucking disassociate with any, you're just like, no, like I'm not going to have those thoughts, even though they're like creeping in the back of my mind. Yeah, for the most part, like uh, I, try, I try to like push those away whenever they creep up. But I feel like a lot of the time too, uh, I'm just kind of like like going with the flow, and I do kind of I guess like have that 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 mindset that I'm like you know like something's like gonna gonna work out. Like if you're like kind of like putting yourself like in some some place, um, you know, uh, I think yeah, like whether it's like I go volunteer somewhere for like a few weeks, I'm sure someone's gonna be like, oh, like this guy's like working hard, like we'll throw him a couple of bucks or something so he can like survive and he doesn't die in his car. And, and when you, when you, I guess we're done with that, that adventure, that, that part, what, what was like the immediate next thing that you did after being out in Moab? Yeah. So I was uh, actually on Moab for a little while. Uh, I ran my, my first uh, like longer, like ultra, ultra um, in in arizona black canyon 100k yeah so i stayed out there for like about i stayed out there for like i think about like a month or a month and a half um and then i was kind of like this is like a dope dope environment um so like the tron ultra world so then i actually went to like a tron ultra camp um in in california for like a week and then went back to to florida for like two weeks or so. Uh, I'm just kind of kicking it at, at, at mom's house and uh, shout out to all the moms, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Then one of my friends um, from high school, like hit me up like, Hey, like, I mean, luckily I was in like such beautiful places like out West uh, yeah. that they're like, dude, your photos are like so sick. Uh, and I was like, no, they're not really. I was like, I just like, took them with an iPhone. Like, shot, oh, shot on iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad the scenery was so beautiful. And you think that, uh, and, uh, they're like, we have like this job through marathon photo that we're like in dire need for an extra, a camera guy to shoot like the start. Um, they're like, if you can talk a little bit about this camera, like you'll get the job. And I was like, cool. So I got the interview, got the job. Damn. Um, yeah. And then flew into to Philly to um to go up to boston because it was cheaper and i had like zero dollars and uh and um actually i met my girlfriend along the way uh and i've been here ever since i've been i uh i stayed with her and like her friends uh the first night that i was in in new york and i've been living with her ever since so wow between um between meeting her and then and then staying with her for that like how long in between those two events 
Dude, same same day. Same like, day, uh, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Like, 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 like two, two hours. <laughs> She's like this poor soul. He's got a he's got a Chevy Sonic with like four t-shirts. <laughs> well, dude, I was, I was actually driving a I rented a I rented a beetle. So I was rocking a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> That's dope. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I, like one t-shirt. I was just going to say that's so that that's why my my photos for marathon photo always look so shitty because they just hire people that can shoot on iPhones. And that's what that's what I'm getting for my money. No, I mean, back in the day, I mean, back, in, I say back in the day, back in like the, six years ago, yeah. <laughs> back yeah. in the day, it was like, yeah, I mean, you look you like you scroll back on Instagram to, to like photos that you took or other people's photos from like six years ago. And in today's terms, they look terrible. But back then it was like, you thought you had the dopest yeah, filters. You're yeah. like, this thing is yeah. awesome. I'm putting this out there. This looks so cool. And yeah, yeah. shot on iPhone one. Good to go. <laughs> Put it out. <laughs> Pixelated and all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's close out with a couple of closing questions here. We don't want to take up your whole night, although we could talk to you uh, all night. So what, what do we, let's do it. Let's do some closing questions here. I my I have uh, a Patreon exclusive question. Oh boy! Okay, we haven't done before. So Patreon exclusive meaning you can say whatever you want, and only like a dozen people are going to hear the answer because it's for Patreon only. <laughs> so what what is the ticket price on the Seven Continent Seven Marathons? It is. Um, all right. What's the uh, uh, pa- Patreon part over now? What What's the best? Uh, your Your favorite like trail or place that you've ever run at? It's a tough one, man. Um, possibly the Kalalau, it's like hits. I, I love like the tropical vibes. Um, yeah. so you're, you're up like basically on a ridge, um, where you're right on the side of like the cliff. Um, so you can like see like the beautiful ocean. It's like very like jungly, like tropical. It's either that or um, probably the Pyrenees Mountains. Um, oh, cool. Is, yep. Yep. Uh, which is just like super epic, like iconic, awesome trails. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't, I I could see like the fact that you're just running along, like at the Cloud Law Trail, the fact that you're just running along and it's like, there's just like, oh, there's fruits that I can pull and eat maybe some of them you gotta watch watch and not eat them without looking too closely but like i don't know that's just like a crazy vibe that tropical of like i'm gonna pull fruit off the tree and just eat it as i'm like running on this kind of mountain that's like on the ocean that has all this crazy terrain but also still seeing the ocean out it's sounds like a crazy mix of uh crazy mix of things that shouldn't be together in one run (laughs) yeah when you were um when you were bonking like were you scared of falling off a cliff Honestly, not really. Uh, we were, I feel like pretty, like pretty casual still, but yeah, we were like casual we were, 22 we were, mile bonk. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were hurting though, like, yeah. <laughs> but it didn't seem like we were like, you know, kind of like too, too walky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hmm. If you could be, God, what, I don't even know like what the ultra marathoning equivalent would be, but if you could pick another sport to be a professional in, what would you pick? Dude, I would probably pick either. So i go with one, I guess I would say surfing. Okay. okay. I was, yeah. was going to choose yeah. between, I was in between surfing and maybe like rock climbing. Like you seem like a free solo guy. Yeah. Dude, rock climbing would be sick too. Yeah, I, the the yeah. surfing is just like the plate, like the places that you're going to be living to do that True. is just like 
perfect. <laughs> like yeah, they've, they've got a that's a good. Oh, game. I have to go to Hawaii for work. Oh, I have to go to Florida for work. Oh, I, like, yeah, man, this is tough. Yeah, it's gonna know? be a grind. Yeah, I got to go to the Pacific <laughs> Islands for you know southeastern Asia for work. Shoot, it's gonna be a tough, tough, <laughs> tough go at it. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I had a, like growing up in Florida, of course, like I had a few like buddies that were like, like, like into surfing, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But last year, um, me, my girlfriend, like a group of us um, and Mandy went down to uh, Puerto Rico for New Year's and her boyfriend actually is a, a pro right, surfer. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of like being around like that culture, like in those guys, it's like, dude, it's like, you guys like hit the jackpot. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I hit it's, it. They're like, we'll take you surfing. You take us for a run. And I was like, dude, yours is so much better. <laughs> like this is an equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. This is the lifestyle, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's definitely next level, like relaxing and like still like driven people, but they live different lives. <laughs> yeah. All right. When, when you're not on a hundred mile run and um, throwing back pickle juice and chocolate cake, what's a go-to meal for you? Go-to meal. Um, dude, I love just like, if, as you can imagine, just like tons of, I guess, like calorie, like rich foods, caloric rich foods. For sure. um, I love, I love Indian food. Um, so I'm always a huge fan of that. There's like some bomb ass, like Indian places in, in New York city. Uh, but I also eat this, um, Molly calls it, my girlfriend calls it like concrete or my secret sauce. And, uh, it's basically <laughs> just like, like oats, tons of peanut butter, like chocolate milk, uh, like some kind of berries, uh, chocolate chips, honey. Um, so it's Hell definitely yeah. like, you make, ener- you make energy balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Liquid energy balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Calorie bomb, but healthy calories. So that's, yeah. 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 There we go. I mean, you're, so you're a New York city guy and, and you didn't say pizza by the slice. I don't, I don't know what to think. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to get kicked out of the city. <laughs> Molly, yeah, Molly's, Molly and the don't. FBI are like pounding on your door. <laughs> don't air this. Don't air this. <laughs> that, that was Patreon only. That's that was, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. one's going to hear about it. <laughs> Do you know what your, um, what your Florida man news article is? Dude, I actually, I have one. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, like it's, my, it's you? Yeah, it might be my <sighs> biggest accomplishment of oh, my entire shit. life. <laughs> what? Uh, what is it? Uh, I actually have to like look for the exact verbiage. Hold on, let me see. Okay, uh, it's okay. Like, this it's, is it's worth like, looking up. It's like Florida man uh, like runs like a hundred. It was like I did this uh, this fundraiser uh, to raise money during the pandemic. Um, and it's like Florida man runs like a hundred miles like one day to to you know, raise money for frontline medical workers. You that's know? amazing. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it, it's too wholesome though. It's not, uh, it's, they're not going to train you as crazy enough. What the you're heck? Not like, you're not like fighting an alligator. For- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know dude. It's, uh, I was, I was kind of hyped on it, but also kind of like, uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's funny. That's like, uh, yeah, what is it? I didn't know that I had a life like bucket list until I saw that <laughs> I want, I want Florida man somehow tied to my name. Yeah, this is the first wholesome Florida man I've ever seen. Man, raising money, <laughs> raising money for charity and running 100 miles. That's uh that's not something not something you normally see associated with a Florida person, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it says Florida man runs 100 miles for relief efforts. Uh <laughs> That's badass. Yeah. I didn't know you actually had one. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I got featured on the daily Florida man Instagram account. So I was like, 
I was like, dude, I peaked, can die happy peaked, man now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, like uh, I got a lot of I got a lot of good comments so far from they're like, a Florida man, we can get by. <laughs> <laughs> That's golden. It's good. It's good. <laughs> All right, last last question. Well, okay. Maybe I have one more final, final question, but final, final question of the closing questions here. If you had one day left to live and you had unlimited money, what are you going to do for your last day? Heavy, man. That's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, honestly, I might, can I be in the location I want to be at? Oh yeah. Or do yeah I you can, travel you can PJ wherever you want in the world the day before your last day. All right. So I'd probably go somewhere tropical, uh, and just like be on the beach, hit like some dope like trail run, and then just like buy out like a crazy yacht and fly all my friends out and just have a crazy like rager and like send it off, you know, just like being on the water and having a good time. That'd be a good way to go out for sure. Yeah, I like it. Um, okay, so my my final closing qu- unless you, unless you have another no, thing you're trying to ask, you my it. final closing question here is. Uh, oh God, now I just thought of another one. Okay, but they're <laughs> they're related. They're related. So so when when does the beer mile podcast become officially sponsored by on running dude let me send you over a contract right now okay cool cool yeah Yeah. so so yeah we're typically like you know 30 to forty thousand dollars an episode um is our our typical advertiser rate so just put out one a week and we only accept bitcoin um so yeah you know we'll, we'll get started next episode yeah uh can i pay you in cloud corn yeah, Ooh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Any anything that's not the US dollar will take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, t-shirts and cloud coin it is. <laughs> no, the, the the other thing that I was thought of to ask was um I didn't even know what the question was really, but so like associated with on running on athletic club. Um I wanted to to ask a question on, you know, what's what's the better podcast, the new on Athletic Club, this coffee club ooh, that they got ooh. going on over there with uh Morgan and uh Ollie and um who else is I can't remember who else is with that. Or is the Beer Mile podcast the, the superior podcast here? Are, are are you at liberty to give an opinion on this one? I don't know if I'm at uh I don't know if I'm at liberty <laughs> to say it, dude. Put me on put me on the spot. <laughs> I mean your boys haven't even had you on yet on the on Athletic Club podcast, you are know? they well, are they affiliated? Is the question I don't know. That's true. Uh, that is, that you think, should be on there though. Yeah, we'll boost sure, your clout. Right. We'll get you up there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> dude. If you guys, if you guys, if you guys can get me on, there's, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys the win. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, t- t- you know, slightly different. You know, mountain running track running but you know it's all it's all made it tomorrow yeah (laughs) all right any anything we should have you shout out here any anything that you're raising money for right now for charity or events or um your your whatever your insta your only fans what what do you want to throw out here for the people dude i wish i had an only fan but no seriously yeah thank you guys so much for for having me on um yeah currently not uh we just closed out a fundraiser that we did uh with, with equity design in the bronx we ran up yeah. the Empire state building to close it off which was like super sick um so currently yeah not not doing any uh fundraising efforts but not super super appreciated you guys have me on it's been a it's been a good time chatting with you guys excellent loved having you uh yeah next we're, we're definitely excited to see how this training goes for the yeah. seven marathons and we'll have to 
we'll have to have you on again to, to hear more about that. And yeah, keep us posted on any for other sure, yeah. any other crazy challenges or promotions you're doing or raising money for charity. We'll make sure to share it out to the people. No, I much appreciate it, guys. Yeah, and uh, I'll give you. Let's do a let's do a live stream from uh, from Antarctica, dude. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, Instagram yeah. live. You do, yeah, you do it. You do the live from your phone, and then we'll do commentary over it, and we'll just be chatting with you while we you're running. A, and it'll, a, oh, it'll, it'll be great. We need a drone that can survive Antarctica, <laughs> and we'll, we'll be like your pit crew. <laughs> yeah, no battery is going to survive out in Antarctica. <laughs> Strap a GoPro to a penguin, you know? <laughs> there we go. Get a penguin to uh, waddle alongside you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Cool, cool. Thanks, y'all. Right, Have a good cheers. one. Cheers. Peace. If you've made it this far, then you're about to hear us roast one of our patrons. Oh. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. I'm just looking. Oh, that's the wrong app. Speaking of which, if you've made it this far and you want to give us beer suggestions, uh, hop on our Patreon and join our Discord so you can you can slide in those DMs, send us some beer suggestions. That's right. That's where we're accepting all beer suggestions right now. Okay, so this, yeah, I was just confer- double confirming who was telling us that this beer would not be free ABV, but well, you're going to find out our opinion here soon enough. So today on the show, we are reviewing the Victory Brewing Golden Monkey Belgian style triple ale with added spice, nine and a half percent alcohol. This is probably how you feel after drinking one of these. Oh, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's nine and a half percent. I, I didn't even pay that close of attention to the picture before, and now I'm like, oh, I yeah. Guess for, yeah I guess for enough. our audio only listeners, there's like a, a star valley and this monkey with like a big ass eye and it's really and psychotic. a lot of arms like a lot of arms four arms instead of two um, i mean hype though it's pretty cool just yeah search for victory golden monkey you'll find it so nine and a half percent alcohol going into this if you've been listening closely i think i typically say that i like belgian styles i, I don't yeah. want to quote i think i probably am yeah, wishy-washy in my answers no, no but, you definitely do so i love myself some belgians in general and then for some reason i love the doubles and triples i've said before that they taste better than the singles or whatever for some reason and it works out i don't know why but so going into this when i saw this at the store and i was like oh checking all the boxes free abv nine and a half percent belgian style triple high hopes going in and then i shared it on the discord with beer mall nation i said i'm excited for this one and mr sack responds and he's like oh it's not free abv you're going to have to let me know what you think. Well, here we go. We're going to let you know what we think. <laughs> so so we are going to sip on these uh, while reviewing the best submissions we've received thus far for the Pit Viper Chug Challenge. That is absolutely right. So, so far, we've received, I don't remember how many, some dope submissions for the Pit Viper Chug Challenge. We're giving glasses away to people that chug fast, people that have style points. And so we're going to throw up on the green screen right now behind us or maybe on the side of us somewhere. Well, actually, Adam's clear, so we're going to put it on Adam's body. (laughs) (laughs) The video is so far, and we're going to be able to uh, commentate on them as they come in. So let's roll through those clips. It's pretty quick here. You get to see some cool chugs, and we're going to sip these beers, and then we'll review them. So let's get into it. Dude, side note, if Pit Viper ever comes out with, uh, with prescription sunglasses... I will lose my fucking mind. Or there's a drinking challenge with a beer company. 
Pit Viper, what's up? I could go for some new glasses. What the fuck? <laughs> Why does he have a cat? The cat made style points. So much so. I'm going to chug some beers. The, what was the first one? With my old glasses. They absolutely hate. He's literally using his old glasses as the opening tool. Oh, dude, that's so good. Savage. Where'd the cat go, though? That's the real question. Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra. Uh, Let's yeah. go. Wow. Plus, he's got, like, the flow going. Reviewed the footage. Can't have people thinking that it takes me five seconds to shotgun a beer. That shit's embarrassing. He's go going for an extra beer. credit beer, baby. Oh, I'm going to make God. a bigger hole. Oh, that also was way need, faster. That also was like two needed less shirt. <laughs> that was two seconds. All right, this one's our guy from the England Beer Mile team. Just ran five flat at the Beer Mile. This is John. Oh, my God. Yeah, and this is only four pints. He's done six in under a minute, so this is... and tw These are 20-ounce pints, dude. I these know. are six-ounce These are big-ass pints, dude. And we got some Daft Punk. Holy damn. shit. It, nothing like 80 ounces of beer down the goal. It doesn't make you feel bad about your Chunder Mile performance now. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. We did a, sorry, our ears just got shredded. Adam's twin putting down a pint. Adam's kind of brother-in-law, but not really, putting down some, <laughs> putting down some beers. Dude. That's a good two. <laughs> Aussie beam out here. It's time to oh, upgrade. These blades. Oh, these blades, Let's baby. Go. Dude, I like yeah. that slang for for yeah. yeah. us. Gotta upgrade my blades. That's around 30. Wait, what? 30 milliliters. <laughs> what is she making? Another? She Oops. did kind of like what we did with the boot. She, oh combi she combined gin and a couple other liquors into a wine glass. Holy fuck. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Fall it up, boy. <laughs> All right, so she just she's chugging like three shots of liquor right now, and her dog is like all up in her business, and now she's gonna chug a beer afterwards. Ah, she loves a beer. Oh my god, dude, casual. I don't even give oh, a her. Oh, dog's name Sadie, so cute. I don't even give a shit if Pit Viper has enough inventory. Oh, so I'm about to send okay. all. She these needs some new blades too. Those aren't looking too good. To I'm a dude. What a what some a Kmart great blades. Word. Oh, yeah. Now we got the Duhast. Another beer miler, another uh, five flat These beer are the, miler. The Swedes? This is, uh, yeah, like Sweden or he, living in Norway, but originally from Sweden. Gotcha. With the banana costume. Banana on. costume, bottle of Smirnoff, casual, oh, casual shit, day at the dude. office. This stuff gives me anxiety. He just poured like the majority of a fifth into a Stein. And it's like, you know, oh, three, three seconds later. God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like, well, there we go. So like, you gotta throw up after that, right? Right. You have okay. to. I mean, okay. I, you have to. You have to. No, this this guy is a talent uh, when it comes That's, to putting back beverages, and he's not he's not an idiot about it. That's I've so seen him, I've seen him do some shit, but he knows how to control himself. So that's like um. That's like Steve will do it level of of oh, shenanigans. Oh, I, I feel like if if I know if I could name anybody that I know personally could, that has beat, a chance, he would beat Steve against Steve. For sure. I think it's him. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even like. Usually, Steve kind of like bitches about stuff. He downed a an entire yeah. pint of vodka in three seconds. Man. All I can say is I'm happy that 
ultimately it's not just our decision on who we're picking for these style points because I know what the hell that was I'm glad that Justin's gonna jump in here because the like quality that's all yeah. I gotta say these are all these Keep are all quality episodes. that was good shit that was really good so we'll give you a couple more days here uh send we'll give it, you till the end of this weekend. weekend um because we're assuming yeah we're, we're assuming weekdays you know a little bit of a lull no yeah. no submissions on weekdays so this weekend last chance get them submitted uh beer mile media on instagram and we will get the winner picked uh probably first thing next week maybe monday tuesday we'll, we'll get it figured out so rock and roll thanks for joining in for the fun one other funny thing about the the chug reel there so <laughs> not to throw shade on anybody but so the 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 video of uh the guy that was clearly doing like yeah. some sort of beer Olympics or something. I think his name's Pat. Oh, Pat. Uh, yeah, 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 Pat. Yeah. Pat okay. Pat. So Pat, he chugged the two the two beers, but he, but yeah. him and his buddy had two more sitting next to him full. Yeah. And John, the guy that did the four pints, DM'd me after I put up that video, and he was like, "Why'd he stop at two? <laughs> he was like, "What's wrong with him, dude? He probably could go for four. I, Pat." I can drink. I mean, I'm sure that so was not bad. his number one and two of the night. It was probably his number nine and ten. Yeah, so, yeah, true. To be fair, but but it's just funny because John was like, "Oh, he was on a good pace, but why did he stop?" Like, <laughs> dude, we were, um, God, we were, God, actually, actually at uh, at the funeral, we were we were doing like a luncheon afterwards, and I was like, that was like the last thing that we had to coordinate, and it's like a fucking long day, and so I'm just like sitting there and. All I wanted was a beer, but we got just like a ton of IPAs. And I was like, I don't really want to drink an IPA. Uh, so anyways, I, I like I knew Pat could drink really fast. And I was like, do you want to just like chug this with me so we can get we can like get rid of it? And he like pounded it in a second, even though it was like a really like spicy. It was probably like eight and a half percent. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. That was the first time that yeah, you told me like, oh my god, like I was like, we gotta get this guy on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> get him in, get him in for uh, some content, some content for sure. All right, the beer, Golden Monkey, Belgian style triple. Mister Sack says it's not free ABV. I beg to differ. I mean, it's. I beg free, free is an interest. Like I think this is an eighty percent. Like this is like we're we're closing. We're like Staples or what's like we're Blockbuster Office Depot. Office Depot. Um, well, wait. The, uh, okay, I want to compare to Blockbuster to Office Depot, but where are you going with this? Keep going. Keep going. It's like there's a, a thought. It, you're. It's a clearing. Like you're trying to clear house. Mm. You're like we're, okay. but it's not free. It's base. It's close. I, I see. I see. It's like it's 90% like 90% off. off. Yeah. 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 It's like, Blow. we just want to yeah. get this shit out of here. Okay. So, yeah. So you're, you, but you're, so you're acknowledging that it, it drinks like a much lower percent than it is. You're still acknowledging that. I mean, I think, I don't know. It, like it, cause it's nine and a half percent. I don't think it tastes like a nine and a half percent. I'll, I'll level with you on that, but I, is it free? I don't think so. I oh okay I would I, I think the make or break would be number two of these because I made it through well, one I'm on, I'm on number two yeah so I, I made it through one and I I think you if, don't really want another one no I I do and that I think if so the first I think if the first sip of the next one that would be the determining factor so I think the real test here would be this next to tank seven side by yeah. side because I just be can't remember one. it's been like months now since i've had tank I think seven it, tank seven is a, like a little bit less um 
spicy than this one. Definitely less spicy, but it's yeah, it's also less ABV. So it's what seven, seven and a half? I think seven. it's seven, seven something. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so taste, drinkability, X factor. I mean, taste probably it's a good. It's like an eight. Okay. Yep. yep drinkability. Yep. I mean, for being nine and a half percent, how? What? What do you need for drinkability? Right? Like. Could I drink enough of these to get blacked That's out? That's true. Yeah. Is drinkability like <laughs> technically divided over the number a- of ounces a- B- B- you need? Yeah, or like- yeah right. right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good I, I point. Would, I would give it an eight for drinkability. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, I I think. Oh God, taste. Okay, if I get it out of my head that it's free ABV, I think an eight is fair. I think it's, eight is fair. It's like it tastes good. really good. Um, I, I was thinking higher, but then I was like, eh, I wonder but that's if, really just because I'm persuaded. In a I way. wonder if um, they bottle this in like those fancy beer glasses or like the what uh, volume are they? Like the I think they're 750 mil. 750 mil. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because this yeah. is like I feel like this is a fancy enough beer to have it in one of those. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I. Well, in that, in that, so my X factor for this is that it is in it. Like when I saw that this beer, like a Belgian style triple, was in a can. Yeah. It's like that's weird. Like normally yeah. this kind of beer would be sold in the it's single like, bottle. It's like putting wine in a can. Exactly. Know, like does. it's not that not that common. It's become more common, but not that common. So when I when I saw this, I was like X factor ten because I've never been able to buy a six pack of this type of beer True. for like ten bucks. True. It was actually it was I think it was like nine bucks. That's for so a six cheap. pack. Yeah. So, X Factor ten drinkability eight. Dude, my X Factor, my X Factor is the, taste eight. Sorry, taste my eight. X Factor is the economics on that. Holy eight. shit! Well, exactly, exactly, and that's why I'm trying not to be persuaded by that in my drinkability. Oh, so taste. It, oh I could see. I mean, because that's kind of see what I'm saying. Like, see what I'm uh, saying now. Like, if we're thinking free in terms of monetary, that's that is free. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I'm. We're thank you. I just got a shout out really quick. Thank you to the guy Marky Mark for uh, making that ex- that Excel spreadsheet of all the beers. Holy shit, dude! I can't. When God he said damn. that, I think Chris and my immediate response was like, "Holy shit!" I couldn't believe. Like, like I, I, I like I like felt my immediate emotion was I felt bad because I was like, "God, he spent too much time doing this. I feel bad." Right. You know what I mean? I was so appreciative. Uh, Marky Mark made a spreadsheet of every beer we've ever had on the episode and what our thoughts were on it, the IBUs, the ABVs. The all the ratings, if we remembered to rate it, <laughs> came through, and yeah, much appreciated. I'm we're gonna, gonna we're gonna have to like plot we should, that we should, somewhere. We, I was gonna say yeah. we should just convert that into a Google Doc, and then we can all like Marky Mark and us, we can all edit it real time, so yeah. that way like someone will get it every time, you know? Yeah. Um, but anywho, Marky Mark, you've heard our numbers. The only number that you've haven't heard so far is my drinkability because i said taste was a correct i still think the drinkability is like a like a five or a six which for this type of beer is pretty good right i know yeah i would say so i that's uh, the danger it is 5.5 5.5 is the drinkability i i think it's dangerous yeah. The, the it is dangerous because I only had two and that's dude, enough for the night. Dude, the more the more time that elapses between me finishing this and my review, the, like the better it gets because it I'm like, yep. yeah, one more yep, of these yep, and that'd yep. be it for the night. <laughs> two beer, Adam. 
when you're when you're drinking Great. when you're drinking a bottle of wine, you only need two glasses. Yeah. So this is I like mean, the dude, beer two beer too bad. To that. Two beer Adam, uh great golfer. Does great work, you know. But three beer Adam. Three Ooh. three beer Adam is yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> The studio audience is not happy with the reference. God dude, can you believe how loud she's being in there? God I I'm trying to. Nope, I just heard that in the headphones. <laughs> man, you know the struggles of trying to be a content oh, creator in with a tiny wife. condo in with Chicago, a with a wife, with only ten or twelve patrons so far. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Don't I'm just kidding. Like I, I no, no. I'm, I think it's awesome that we have it. I. I didn't know where it was going to go when we started the Patreon. I'm so thankful for the 12 people that are signed up so far. I hope we can get to, I said it 200, I'll quit my job. So here we are. Hey, Jax. Jax, we don't need that health insurance. Jax, just do Just the, don't get sick. Just don't get sick. Jax, just do the math on that. Just do the math. It, it totally makes sense. We're going to be bringing in like, like $10,000 a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a big year, Jax. <laughs> Okay, well, hey, thanks, listeners. Thanks for joining the Beer Mile podcast this week. This was, yeah, this is an exciting one having a having a guest that of the, of the stature of David Kilgore. Yeah, the yeah. Sta- the 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 weight of the testicles on this man. He's got a lot of depth to him, and I'm sure a lot of depth to his testicles too. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> we're going off the rails, y'all. No, th- this was awesome episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, hit us up on Insta, tag us in the story. We'll repost it. Hit us up on Apple Podcasts, five star reviews. Why don't we hit us up there? I guess. Chris is, oh, I'm Dude, doing the video, hand wave. Video listeners, he's got a little wrist motion in there. Yeah, wrist know. motion. Hit us up on patreon.com slash beer mile. sore from No Nut November. Manscaped.com. Beer mile is your code for 20% off free worldwide shipping. You will have the happiest stepbrother out there. Um, well, Make sure he's got that ball toner so he doesn't get stuck in the sink. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Any, any uh, words of wisdom? We haven't done words of wisdom in a while. Oh, I feel you, like we haven't done anything I, in a I've while. Got, we haven't done. I've got words of wisdom. We haven't done the full episode in a while. Okay. Here uh, we go. Buy on shoes. I mean, our mans would support that. David yeah. would support that well, for sure. So I, I, I would. Didn't want to tell him that I've never run in them before. I have never run them either, um, so I don't know if I can say to buy them, but no, give them a try. Give yeah, them, you give them a try. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do. If they're good like, enough you know what, for David, Mr. Whore and Mr. <laughs> Mr. McDonald, and why if they're good enough call, for them. Then. Why do you call everybody Mr.? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I like to keep, until I meet them for the it's first for, time, it's formal. It's formal. It's formal. It's formal. Until the boys come on the podcast, it's formal, you know? Until the Coffee Club Beer Mile Podcast collab. Oh, I mean, coffee and beer. That's two out of the three in the Holy Trinity. That's all you need. Of coffee, beer, and water. I honestly don't feel like you need any other substance in your life. That, those are the two. Oh, I mean, other substances, sure. Or sustenance. I mean, either one. <laughs> you got your calories. You got your caffeine. You got your joy I mean, in both true, of them. That's true. all you need. Nothing else needed in life. And if you need to cure your hangover, just drink more of both of them, I guess. That, exactly. Huh. It's in perpetuity. How long do you think you could survive just drinking beer and coffee? Man, I'm too old now. I can't do it anymore. When I was 21, I mean, a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
at this isn't, age. Isn't that what everybody did in college? <laughs> at this age, by like, you know, I think the, the eighth hour. No, like by like the eighth hour, I'd be like, I'm going to go buy a slice of pizza. <laughs> oh, I just I just like wouldn't. I mean, I guess you probably just like don't eat. You just have like. But that's the thing. Eventually, you would like you. Uh, yeah, you you're would at be, a calorie You'd be deficit. drunk enough. You'd be like, I, I want yeah. some. I want some pizza. You yeah, know? like, dude, I'm walking. And you yeah. wouldn't be. You wouldn't have the willpower to say no. Nope, the challenge yeah. is only coffee and pizza, or yeah, only coffee and beer. A, that's like a like a hundred percent willpower. Yeah. So no, not happening. Mm. Done. Not 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 partaking in that challenge. Nope. 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 Anyway, sign up for our Patreon. We we want to uh, you know make it look like Astro World up in there. So closing at in, you know how you would like in close, conclusion, you know how you'd close your fourth and fifth grade essays. Yes. Finally, in, in conclusion, in conclusion, you should subscribe to the Beer Mile Media on subscribe YouTube. to the podcast on your platform of choice. Hit us up on the patreon.com such a beer mile. I don't even know where I'm going with this accent. It's like transforming over time. Uh, five star Apple review, please. And uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and uh, we're gonna let's do some math, okay? <laughs> <laughs> let's do some math. Yeah, let's do some math. Some math. So, <laughs> I, uh, interpret it how you will. You know, I'm not a professional interpreter. I'm a professional mathlete. Difference. <laughs> what do you? How do you even follow that up? I feel like the I, close of that if this episode is somewhere in this. It's, we're gonna find it. It's somewhere in this that we're that we're doing right now. We're gonna find it. Okay, maybe it's right here, or right here. <laughs> Bye.